Hi, friends. My name is Chloe Taylor, the host of CozyCast. CozyCast is designed to assist you on your journey of co-creating your reality with the universe. I'll share tips, tricks, and stories on self-help, astrology, and spirituality to encourage and support you on your path to your dream life. So put on your fuzzy socks, grab a warm drink, and get cozy with me every Tuesday for a weekly dose of magic and self-care. Hi, friends, and happy Self-Care Tuesday, cozy Self-Care Tuesday. (sighs) It's so funny. I don't record these episodes on Tuesday, but... I still like try to bring in that vibe when I record. Like I lit my Bath and Body Works candle. I got myself a hot cup of coffee. I have some fuzzy socks on. It's a mood. Uh, I still try to like put myself back in that space that I give to myself every Tuesday. But today's episode, you guys, I really wanted to do something that first and foremost, I got the idea or I was inspired by the Pretty Basic podcast, which is ran by Alicia Marie and Remy Cruz, I believe that's she's like Remy Ashton. I don't know. But they kind of reviewed their past year. And I was so inspired and so touched by all of the lovely lessons that they learned. And I thought, wow, what a cool thing for me to go and do for my podcast and really review where I've been over the last year my big takeaways, my big life lessons, and also share some of the like spiritual practice as well that has kind of helped me through this year. So I actually want to start this episode with something kind of cool that I don't know if you guys knew because I don't think I ever posted about it. But um, so I started doing this just this past year and now it's like a tradition I'm carrying into 2020, but I, you guys know, I read tarot cards. That's a big thing for me. I read for clients. I read on Twitch for free a couple times a month. Uh, and I also do pick a cards on YouTube, more information on that down below if you want to know about it. But for myself personally, I like to have a theme for my year And this past year, 2019, I pulled a card, just one, from the Spirit Animal deck that I use. And I'll put the link to both the deck as well as the book that I read the information from. The deck comes with a guidebook, but I find that the guide in that book isn't as good as this book is. And the book is very cheap. So um, they are affiliated links. So please know if you ever link to anything of mine that you purchase, they are affiliate links, but they don't cost you anything to use them. It just helps me. So, um, and at the beginning of 2019 slash the end of 2018, I pulled one card from this spirit animal deck and I set the intention that this was going to be the theme for my year. So basically I'm going to read to you what it says and I'm going to confirm to you whether this was true or whether it was not. So my theme for the year for 2019 was the jellyfish, which I don't know if you guys know this about me either, but my three favorite animals in this order are white tigers, jellyfish, and orca whales. Love me a jellyfish. They're in my top three favorite animal in the world. And here's what we know about the jellyfish from a spiritual perspective. So the jellyfish, element, water, primary colors, blue, red, yellow, and all the other colors. I love that it's like blue, red, yellow, also all the colors. (laughs) Jellyfish symbolizes to stop trying to force things in your life and instead go with the flow. Analyze your emotions and whether you're moving forward with... Ooh, I have goosebumps. That should tell you something. Or whether you're moving forward with purpose or drifting in the waves. When jellyfish appears, it is a sign to begin again. Oh my God, you guys, I'm going to cry. 
I haven't done this yet. I haven't looked at this since like maybe middle of this year. Get back to the basics and find your balance. You're very adaptable, but if you make things complicated, you can slow your own progress. Jellyfish means to let things happen in their own time. Don't try to force your will on any situations. You're open and honest, but sometimes come across as too blunt or appear tactless. Even if it's your even if it's unintentional, your words can sting and cause undue upset if not spoken with finesse. Be sensitive in your approach to obtain positive results. Jellyfish means to trust your inner self. You are connected to universal wisdom. Oh my God. Jellyfish warns that it is easy for you to get dehydrated when working or enjoying being outside. Make sure you stay hydrated by drinking plenty of water. <laughs> That's a mood. Um, it assists when you're stressed out, aggravated, impatient, or feeling on edge. Jellyfish means things are looking up in your life. Okay. I think you could tell by my reaction <laughs> that this was like my 2019 to a T. Like... Guys, I went through so many ups and downs this year. And like, rest assured, everybody has their struggles every single year, every year that nobody has a perfect year. Like even when you have what you would consider to be the best year of your life, there's going to be times where things are shitty and they suck. That's just like, that's just life. And it's honestly how you navigate through those situations that makes the difference. And I have to tell you, like this year... I have had so many times where I've tried to force new directions and new pathways to open up to me and mostly due to financial setback and being very scared for my future. Like I think when you're in survival mode, you kind of, when you get out of survival mode, you have to forgive yourself for the way that you acted when you were in survival mode. And there were multiple times this year where me and my husband were just acting from a place of survival mode just to get by. And I'm not going to lie as somebody who derives a lot of their own self-worth from the work that I produce. When you see it not being successful, it is heartbreaking. And I went through like a couple of years where things were just really good and I was making really good income and I felt like I was a contributing supporter to my household, which meant something to me. And then that just like slowly got pulled away from me. And I've talked about this a little bit in the first episode back on this podcast earlier this month when we kind of talked about where I'd been. And I feel like that was probably the hardest thing was the universe. And I fully believe this. And I maybe even said some of this in that episode. The universe really did bring my entire life to a screeching halt. Like everything that I was working on business-wise was brought to a screeching halt this year and at one point before it could move again. And I firmly believe that that was because I needed to work on myself. I needed to work on understanding intrinsic values instead of external. Um, or is that what it is? I know intrinsic is what you want. I want to say it's extrinsic, excuse me. Um, extrinsic values are more about, you know, things that you can't control always that come from outside of you, like money, status. Um, and intrinsic is like your own self-worth, your own self-value, things that you can control. And I think for my year, that is something that I've really had to come to terms with is like, 
I feel like I was brought to a screeching halt because all of my desires were attached to these extrinsic extrinsic things instead of the intrinsic things. And in every aspect of my life, in my material wealth, in my body, my own like physical form, I was very hard on. And I know that I'm somebody online who preaches a lot of like, oh, just like uh, eat what you want. Um, intuitive eating is like a really big thing for me, but I'm not perfect. Like I am far from perfect. And I would say this year I have had more body dysmorphia and like body ups and downs than probably any other year of my life. Because I think I realized that psychologically with my own body, like I have to, it ha like I understand the psychology behind the diet industry, behind the weight loss stuff, behind um, us treating especially the female body like it has to look a certain way in order to be beautiful and yet I still sit here even though I know and I understand and I do believe I still sit here periodically and drink that dumb bitch juice <laughs> and decide that oh no I, I need to like be this size so I can be socially accepted by other people and I think that's been something that up until maybe this last month, even I've kind of struggled with, and I maybe want to touch a little more on that, uh, in this episode as we go carry on. But that was a big highlight of my year as well, was constantly trying to force my body to be a certain way. When in reality, the more that I've let go relinquish that control and just like fed my body when it was hungry, like there are some ground rules that I feel like somebody that is recovering from food addiction has to set. Like I really can't eat after dinner unless I'm like genuinely hungry eating after dinner. Absolutely not. Like, I feel like that's something that's like the shaded gray area of intuitive eating that a lot of people won't talk about is like when you actually have a psychological issue and you a don't have the means currently to work through it with someone like you have to do what you need to do for you. And so there are some ground rules that I do keep for myself, like not eating after dinner and, um, I also do not, or I also have gotten back into working out, but not working out for the prospects of like, I have to look this way. I've really hammered it into my head this year that I work out because it feels good because my body likes it and I sleep better. I feel better. I'm less stressed out when I work out. And so I've really put the value more on what it does for my body versus what I can shape my body into with it. And I feel like that that is like a huge testament of moving from force to flow this year. Something else I want to mention about this is with force and flow, I pulled a significating card from another deck as well from my dreams of Gaia deck this year. And I'll link for that deck down below as well. And the card that I pulled was the seven of water, which is the card of flow. <laughs> And I was like, oh my God, y'all really just want me to stop trying to force shit this year. Okay, I understand. Uh, so I really love that that's our theme. Like that was my theme. And like, I almost want to look at that, um, that, uh, that one more time because it was so like, oh, it was like, I feel like my life had to come to a screeching halt so I could find my purpose. 
And a lot of people come to me with that, with like, oh, I don't, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what I should be doing. And I want to talk a little bit about that for you guys, like finding your purpose and how this year I really feel like when I stopped trying to force it, it, it happened for me. And it took like all year. It wasn't something that happened overnight, but I want to first take a little break and uh, hear a word from our sponsors. So I feel like this year I really honed in and like super hyper focused on my purpose. And I won't say that it's been the easiest journey. I will never tell anyone that, <laughs> that finding my purpose was the easiest thing in the world. But what I will tell you is like, you can read all the books, you can look at all the spiritual teachers, you can look at every guru, you can buy every tarot deck, you can sage every corner of your house that is uh, sourced correctly. <laughs> um, you can, you know, you can do all the things that everyone else is doing. But the number one thing that you can do for yourself, if you're struggling with finding your purpose, and, and this was something that I had to learn this year, is to just let go of the resistance. I had such a resistance to change. I had such resistance. I was so used to this version of my life where I was just making gaming videos that my heart really wasn't into at that time. And I was so comfortable that I feel like the universe done came in and was like, you need to be made uncomfortable so you will understand. And I feel like that, that was really the biggest, like, I'm, I'm going to say that like eight times in this, in this podcast, that was the biggest thing. They're all big things. Um, but that was such a huge thing for me was coming to this place of letting go of resistance, letting go of the resistance to change and just saying, okay, universe, Here's what I would like to happen, but you clearly know better than I do. And just show me where to go. Show me the path and trust that that path is going to unfold for you effortlessly. You just have to be paying attention. And I really do feel that things for me, though, it's been a very slow uptake. They are changing. I'm still doing gaming videos, but I'm doing them significantly less. I'm putting significantly less work into them. And I've shifted into things that do please me more. We actually just within this month, I set the goal and we already made it. And I'm recording this in the first week of December. Um, we already, we just made it to getting monetized on YouTube, which if you guys didn't know, there's like this whole thing where you can't automatically start getting paid for your content. You have to have 4,000 watch hours, like other people watching your content for 4,000 hours. You have to have over a thousand subs and like, those are like the major qualifications. And I was missing watch hours. I have the subs, no problem, but I was missing the watch hours and Literally, I set the intention that in the month of December, we were going to accomplish that. I was like, I don't know how it's going to happen. We're pretty far away from it, but it's going to happen. By the powers of the universe, this is going to happen. And it felt very in alignment with me because I have realized this year that my purpose isn't to sit and work hard and be stressed out all the time and be in competition with other people. And I feel like I went through like a slight ego death this year. <laughs> um, you know, that wasn't my purpose. My purpose from a very young age, when people would ask me, what do you want to do? You know, after like being five years old and wanting to be an astronaut, which was my first thing, <laughs> um, 
it was, I just want to help people. They would ask me what I wanted to do. And my thing was, I just want to help people. I even got an award as a child that was like most likely to be a teacher. (laughs) Um, So I feel like the universe already knew that I came into this life for that. And so knowing that that is my purpose, I've kind of asked myself, how can I do that in a way that is pleasing to me and my audience? And like, how can I get my message out to the collective? And little by little, that has just unfolded. The The more that I've relinquished resistance and relinquished control and just asked the universe to show me the way, it's happened. And I really do. I was just actually talking to myself. <laughs> I do this a lot. I don't know if any other Gemini moons out there feel me, but I talk to myself a lot. Like I also practice for videos a lot too. Um, in my spare time, like I'll practice like wording and stuff and I'll do it in a mirror. So I talk to myself a lot, period. But I was talking to myself today in the mirror and I realized like I was rehearsing for a video where I kind of touched on my life path and my purpose. And that was when it hit me. I was like, holy shit, I do have a purpose. I do know what I'm doing. I do have a life mission and a calling. And I didn't realize it until it had already like I'd already been doing it. It just kind of slapped me in the face. And I also want to read this. This is also, this episode is also kind of for my own personal reflection for the end of 2020. I can go back and look at the end of 2019 as well. But um, in my planner, which you guys will see this in my plan with me January video coming out soon. um, My planner from 2019 that I'm actually getting my new one for 2020 delivered today. I'm very excited. Um, But my planner for 2019, there's a section in here. It's a fantastic planner, by the way. Um, It's the Bloom Vision Planner. I'll put a link down below. No affiliate links actually for, actually, I think I can get an affiliate link for this one. Um, Down below though, great planners. I We'll link the one that I'm getting for 2020 down below. Um, But there's a section where it says create a mission statement for your ideal year. And this was mine. I will share my passions and abundance to add value to others' lives alongside creating my dream life. I am a creatrix. And I just got goosebumps saying that. I feel like this year I did that. No, it didn't make me a millionaire. (laughs) Um, No, it's not quite at the level I want it to be at, but we are well on our way. Like, I can't believe we got the Cozy Kill YouTube channel monetized that quickly after I actually, because like I've had the channel for a couple of years, but I've never really been consistent with it. And I just said, you know what? We're going full swing consistent and we're just going to see what happens. And I set intentions and it happened. And I feel like this is something that I have done this year. I've shared of my passions. I've shared of my abundance with others. And I'm not just talking about like financial abundance. When you share your abundance with others, it's abundance of your time. It's abundance of your creativity. It's the messages that you share with the collective at large, you know, or even just those little intimate moments with friends or loved ones. It's all, it's like all of the abundance, right? So I do feel like I've really done that this year. So I just, uh, guys, I love reflection. I'm such a little sucker for nostalgia. (laughs) But anyways, let's go ahead. I want to review the year a little bit. Sorry if you guys can hear my paper shuffling around. I want to review my year just a little bit for you guys. And I want to see 
and kind of where we've been. I've pulled up my Instagram page <laughs> just so I can see for 2019 what was going on. And I think I'm just going to actually go through my feed. I was going to look at my highlights, but I actually feel like a lot of my highlights, like I would have to listen to them to really know what was going on. But <clears throat> if I just look at my feed from January, um, I know that at the end of 2018, I celebrated Yule <laughs> for the first time and it was really awesome. Super beautiful. I felt, I actually was feeling really, really good in December and January of like last and then this year, uh, like about my body, I was feeling really, 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 really good and really confident. And it's funny because I'm a Sagittarius rising. So my first house transit, like that's usually a time when you're very focused on your appearance. And I can definitely tell you that that was the case. Just from looking at my Instagram alone, I can tell that I was feeling myself. And so I had like you could tell that I did like a lot of photo shoots for this. I was feeling really good about myself. I was feeling really good. Um, and it's funny because this year I feel like I'm in the exact same place. <laughs> I'm feeling really good about myself. I'm like treating my body really well. I'm exercising. I'm eating really well. So it's funny that there's like a little bit of a theme. Um, we also, let's see. So January, I don't feel like there was too much in January other than like just a lot of content creation, which again, during a first house transit, I feel like that's to be expected. Um, let's see. I don't really feel like I was creating the meaningful content at that time that I'm doing now. Um, like they're just, it was more like short little bursts of certain things. Wasn't really anything to like super super get invested in. Um, I had also tried changing over to my cozy kale name and dropping coffee at that time. And though I don't think it was a bad move, I definitely think what I'm doing now is more beneficial to my brands, which is like coffee is its own thing. And I give it pretty minimal effort where I give cozy kale 170% every day, all day. So um, I definitely had tried like doing some rebranding that kind of flopped if I'm honest, but I don't feel, I feel like I kind of had to do it just to see if it would go well and it did not. Uh, so it looks like I also went to Park City at some point, I think for the new year, I spent it in partially Park City, which I usually do that. My parents usually come out in January or the end of December and we do that, um, I also started doing more tarot card readings for you guys uh, come like February and March time. It looks like I was getting more and more invested in doing tarot more publicly, which that was something I overcame this year. I was very, very scared to read for other people. I was very scared. Like, I think I actually started cozy, uh, the cozy kale, like private reading stuff this year, which to be quite honest with you has been very lucrative. And I know that I'm good at it. Like it's something that comes very naturally to me as a Gemini moon, my psychic gift, a lot of it comes from reading tarot cards, because I'm very gifted with my hands. And I'm very gifted with, uh, telling a story, which is what tarot cards do and not telling like a fictional, fictitious story. That's not the impression I'm trying to give, but, um, like a lot of people with Gemini moon placements are really great or like major Gemini energy in their chart are good tarot card readers. Um, and that has actually like 
done really well. So I'm really happy that I decided to start doing that. That was a big confidence booster for me in February and March. Um, then you move into like Aries season in April. And this is where I was really feeling myself. Like, I think I was at probably my lowest and I hate, I hate that I'm making this about weight, you guys, but I just want to be honest. I want to be honest about my journey every single step of the way. Someday I would love to be in a space where I don't let the scale or numbers affect me. But frankly, I still do. I still use it as a terrible measure of not health. I don't use it necessarily as a measure of health, but sometimes I do think it, it derives some of my self-worth. Um, and that's something that hopefully during 2020, I'll be able to really work through. It's on my list of goals. But um, I'd lost, I think by this point, I was down to like 170 something where I was previously like 210 pounds. So I'd lost a pretty like significant amount of weight. Um, and that was like before December that I had started that. But I was feeling really good about myself. Like the pictures in my Instagram feed, you could tell. Like I was really feeling myself. I was looking good and I was feeling good. Um... And then let's see, there's just like, I feel like I was very body focused in April during Aries season, which is very typical. <laughs> um, during Aries season, I was very body focused. I was very like exercising almost every single day. I had gotten a new Fitbit. Um, I was moving consistently. And like I said, those pictures really reflect that. Coming into May, my Twin Flame, which if you guys don't listen to Twin Flames pod, uh, please check it out. It's a podcast that I run with my IRL Twin Flame, Hillary. She's incredible. And uh, I have some photographs with her on my feed because we were together. She actually came out for my birthday and visited me, which I thought was very sweet. Um, love that. I'm really hoping I get to see her this year in May. That's something that like we're planning a trip together where we both meet up somewhere potentially for her graduation from school. Cause if you guys follow the twin flames podcast, she's like in her masters for depth psychology and she's about to graduate. So, um, I'm really excited for her and we really want to do something just the two of us. Um, so then I made like a big debut. It looks like in May back to Twitch. I went full-time Twitch, I think for like two or three months. And I'm going to be very blunt with you guys and honest. I hated it. <laughs> Still to this day, Twitch is probably my number one project that I dislike the most. And it's not because I hate my audience. It's not because I hate what I'm doing. I just don't enjoy streaming as something to participate in. I don't enjoy streaming and I love watching streamers. So like, it's not that like I respect the community. But as far as like Twitch goes, I tried being a teacher on Twitch and that actually went pretty well. Like I enjoyed lesson planning, but it was a lot of work. And I kind of, my problem with Twitch isn't anything to do with the platform itself. It's me. Like I really, really, really don't like that I have to be on for someone else. Like that drives me up the wall because I am someone that is, I demand freedom. Like if you look at my um, birth chart and um, if you guys have the pattern app, oh my gosh, if you're not using it, you definitely should be. But the pattern app, my like number one thing for my life is freedom. 
in every sense of the matter. It is the thing that I care the most about, like probably more than any person, any material item. Like I would drop everything if it was going to cost me my freedom. And I feel like Twitch for me personally, it takes away a freedom that I don't like not having. Um, it makes me have to be somewhere for multiple other people. And that's just something that frankly, I don't like. I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. I prefer, I'm the kind of person where when I work, I want to work really, 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 really hard for like three weeks. And then I want to take a six week break. Like that's just how I enjoy working. I do a lot of bulk work and then I take huge chunks of time off. And when I say bulk work, I'm talking like sometimes up to a 20 hour work day where like I'm working so hard, I'm working crazy hours. And then I will take a humongous break, vacation, do what I want to do, like, which I also love the work that I do. So it is doing what I want to do. But when you're a Twitch streamer, you can't do that. Like you have to be somewhere on certain days. If you don't have a level of consistency, you're going to flop. And so honestly, even moving into 2020, that's like part of my evaluation on myself <laughs> is I think Twitch is going to be something that it's already been pretty cut down, but I think we're going to cut it down from the schedule even farther because uh, it's just not something I enjoy. Uh, so my birthday happened in May. I turned 28. Um, 28 has been an all right year. <laughs> um, I had a lot of posts from my birthday. I had definitely gained some weight <laughs> from even the previous month. And you can definitely tell. Um, I wonder why that is. What is my, that would be, I'm a Taurus in the, I have to think about that. Because if it goes Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces, Aries, I'm a Taurus in the sixth, which is all about routines. So you would think that my routines would include that. But I think honestly, right around my birthday was where I kind of lost steam for like everything I had started in the previous year. And that has been like another thing that has been hard for me this year is like getting back up and saying like, nope, this is a lifestyle choice. It's not something you're just doing as like an extrinsic value. This is an intrinsic thing that's good for you, um, which I would love to talk more about that if you guys want more on like my journey into health. I feel like it would be such a long episode because I have so many things to say. Um, then I kind of went for like this witch aesthetic <laughs> coming into Gemini season, um, at the end of May and into June where I have, like, I started sharing more of my personal path in witchcraft with people. And a lot of people in my personal life were really receptive to that. So that was really cool and really supportive. And I really appreciated that. Uh, excuse me. <clears throat> I really started like standing up for myself, which makes sense also in like Gemini season being a communicator. Um, and then the 4th of July happened. I started to get more into photography again. And like, I feel like there was kind of a dry spell of photos throughout parts of this year, but I started to get into nighttime photography, which was something I learned this year. Like I studied the crap out of Brandon Wolfel. If you guys don't know who that is, he's an amazing photographer. And I really studied a lot of his work in July. If you guys go to my Instagram, you can see it where in July, a lot of my photography is kind of like, like his style. Um, 
And then at the end of July, coming into August, I went back to streaming again, full-time streamed again, doing games for a month. And it was okay. I, again, did not really enjoy it. And every time I've done it, I feel like I've just come across with the same knowledge of like, eh, I really don't enjoy this. Why do I do this? But I always commit. Um, I did a couple of After Dark streams with K-Tonics. That was really fun. Um... And then we came into the fall, which was like the best time of the year. And I feel like, guys, I feel like for the bulk of 2019, like I don't even need to look at the rest of my Instagram to tell you this. I feel like the bulk of 2019, I went through this like crisis of identity. <laughs> didn't really know what I was doing. Didn't feel good about my body. Didn't feel good about the things I was producing. Didn't feel good. And was just trying like multiple different things, which was a good thing. Like I encourage anyone on their path to their purpose to do that like to try multiple things. I tried streaming full time three different times this year. And each time I would do something different. And every time I even though I wouldn't consider that a failure. I just was like, wow, I really hate this. <laughs> like I really hate doing this. Why do I do this to myself? And I also tried going back to YouTube at one point for gaming and doing like only story based content, which like that was fun, but it was way more work than it was worth. And it wasn't like soul fulfilling for me. And so like this year was kind of like trying a bunch of avenues out and coming to terms with what was just frankly not making me happy and focusing in on the things that were making me happy instead. And so I feel like I did go through this huge period this year where I was just like really confused and I was trying to force everything, kind of like that jellyfish. I wasn't listening. I was trying to force everything. And, oh, I'll try this. Oh, maybe I can make money this way. Maybe I can make money this way. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be very honest and open because that's me. It, a lot of it was in the name of money because, frankly, me and my family were not making ends meet. <laughs> and we needed to make ends meet. So I feel like in a lot of ways... It was me just trying to force things to see what would gain me the most revenue. And now what I do, I feel like is so much more fulfilling. And yes, it's taken time to build. But like, even when I stream on Twitch, though, I don't enjoy the I have to be present for this. I like what I'm doing. I like reading tarot cards for people and reaching out to people. I like reading privately for people. I like the format of podcasts. I like the Instagram content that I'm making. Actually, I love the Instagram content that I'm making. Um, I love the cozy kale content that I'm making. I even love the gaming content that I'm still making. So it's just been like a huge trial and error and coming to terms with like, how am I feeling? How am I doing on a day-to-day -day basis? Because if my cup isn't full, I can't be trying to fill everyone else's. And that has just been such a slow, steady progress. And I think the only thing that has really helped was reminding myself that everything was happening in divine timing. Like everything is happening exactly as it's supposed to. I'm not in the wrong place. It's not the wrong time. This is all part of the process. And even if it took five years to come out of where I was, then so be it. Like, obviously, that's not the answer that like, you or I wanted to hear at the time. 
but it was the truth. And thankfully, I do feel like I kind of have my head above water now. And I feel like things are going in a direction and I feel very positive about them. So I do feel like I moved into more of a state of flow and kind of dropped off with this state of force. I'm not saying it's perfect. I definitely think there are times when I still try to force things, but it's always kind of dialing back and remembering, okay, chill out. Let's not. <laughs> so that was kind of my year in review. I know that like a lot of that stuff maybe was like, I don't know, like either ever so slightly vague or some of it maybe was um, ever. Sorry, someone just knocked on my door. I think it's my package for my planner. <laughs> um, but I feel like some of it was a little bit vague, but I just feel like this year was like a major void space. Like there was so much of this year where I just felt down in the dumps, couldn't figure out what I was doing and was just trying everything. And it was a good thing. It was a good time to be alive, to do those things. And I'm so grateful that I've gotten to be in a position where I could do that. And now things are finally looking up. <laughs> it only took most of the year, but you know, it's cool. It's chill. But um, now what I want to do with you guys kind of in closing for the podcast is talk a little bit about what's to come for 2020. Um, I don't have too many expectations or like plans, but I do want to sit here and actually pull my spirit animal card with you guys. Uh, something else that I forgot to mention is for the year 2019, this was a year four, a personal year four for me for numerology. And with a year four, that's all about stability. It's all about that. And so I was not stable. And I feel like this year, the big highlight was restructuring so that the foundation could be stable to where I'm going. And so my personal year in 2020, I'm going to be in a year five which that's like the house of Leo and it does deal with popularity. It also deals with, um, fun. <laughs> I think this year is going to actually be very fun. So that's my hope, but I'm going to go ahead and pull a spirit animal. You know what? I'm going to shuffle these one more time and I'm actually going to hold them right over my heart chakra. <sighs> Oh, and we're going to see. Ooh, interesting. Okay, guys. So my spirit animal for this year is a frog. I'm into it. <laughs> um, okay, so let's read what that says. So <clears throat> it says frog or toad. Um, earth, water, primary colors, brown and green. When frog appears, it is a sign that you need to focus on one thing and do it well. Frog has a tendency to jump from one project to, oh God, from one project to another. It warns that now is not the time for being unfocused, but instead you need to concentrate on the most important situation in your life and give it all of your attention. It's time to be serious. Hold your ground, speak your mind, and let your emotions out. This is a time of cleansing, of transformation, of future growth. Relationships can be restored at this time. New opportunities can be locked down. 
Frog means you have a knack for giving great advice because you really listen to someone's problem before speaking. You tend to have close and meaningful relationships with others. You're the friend who is reliable, dependable, and who will always show up when called. You love with, aban- you love with abandon and with your whole heart. There's no middle road with you. If you don't like something, you don't like it. You don't pretend to hide your feelings. Assist when you need to release negative emotions and doubt. Frog can help you create new beginnings for yourself. Oh my God, guys, what the fuck? I'm gonna like cry again. Wow. I'm telling you guys, this is it. Like, (laughs) I think 2020, and I know like I'm such that bitch. And like, don't get me wrong. I am somebody who's like, no, like you don't need to wait until the new year to set new year's resolutions. And I don't like, I agree with that. You do not need to wait. And I don't, um, But I really feel like 2020 is going to be the year, like, because this year was such a foundational year for me, I feel like 2020, I'm going to really see the advancement on that. I'm going to really see where all of this groundwork that I've done this year, which it has been a lot of groundwork, all the groundwork that I've done this year, I feel like I'm really going to see it pay off in 2020. And the only thing that worries me a little bit about that card (laughs) is saying like, don't jump from one project to another, because I'm going to be real honest with you. I do a lot of shit. (laughs) I have two YouTube channels, my Instagram, which I put a lot of work into two podcasts, a Twitch channel. um, And I do tarot card readings on the side. So I actually think as I do my plan with me January video, I'm going to have to have a very serious sit down with myself, (laughs) look over my analytics, look over my stuff, meditate, see how I'm feeling, check in with myself, and actually figure out what potentially needs to be cut off. Because I do think there are some projects that are going to have to be let go. And I kind of already feel like two of them, I know which ones are going to be let go um, because they are the two that though gratifying and make me happy, they're not what make me happiest. So, oh man, this is going to be big. So I haven't quite figured out what my mission statement for 2020 is going to be yet. I just haven't, I haven't really given it too, too, too much thought, um, I feel like this year's mission statement was really beautiful, but I guess we'll hear more about that in probably the next podcast. I assume we'll probably talk a little bit more about what you guys can expect from me coming in January and (sighs) it's going to be a good time. I hope that this brought you guys some hope and some feels and maybe gave you some ideas to where you can start even just like reflecting on your 2019 and seeing where you can go. And also gave you some hope if you've been struggling with finding your purpose that like just if there's one message I could leave you with for this podcast, this episode in particular, it's that you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Everything happens in divine timing and you're not on the wrong path. Where you are right now is an intended part of your path. And if you really feel like you're lost and you're struggling and you want a new direction, ask for it. 
you know, take that stress off of your shoulders, give it to your guides. We have an episode here on guides as well. Give it to your guides, give it to, give it to spirit, give it to God, give it to the universe, whatever it is that you believe in, let go of that stress, move yourself into a state of flow, try everything out. Don't be afraid of anything. The one thing, actually, I think I could probably make that into an entire podcast episode, <laughs> like talking about trying everything out. But I love you guys so much. Happy, happy new year. Um, and I hope you guys are reflecting and getting nostalgic and keeping it cozy today. Don't forget to head over to my Instagram where we're going to be talking about all things self-care today. Uh, probably won't be until later in the afternoon. That's usually when I get up into my... Uh, my stuff on Instagram on self-care Tuesday, I usually just sit and talk to you guys like all day in my DMS and like in my stories. So be sure to head over there at cozy kale and I will see you guys next Tuesday for another episode. If you really loved what you heard today, be sure to leave me a review or even better, come support me on my main hub, Anchor, linked in the show notes. And if you'd love even more cozy in your life, be sure to follow me around the web, including a YouTube channel, Instagram, Twitter, and even a website. Share your listening experience in your stories or tweet it out. I'd love to chat with you. Use hashtag cozy self-care Tuesday so I can lurk on your weekly self-care routines. Again, that's K-O-Z-Y self-care Tuesday. I look forward to interacting with you. Remember, when you shine, you give others permission to do the same. So fill your cup and share of your light with the world. You are valuable just as you are. I'll talk to you guys again next Tuesday. Thank you.